0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Jen Oshiana, And I'm Bridget Aileen. Here at the Uplifted Pod, our mission is simple. Follow what lights you up and find your people who feel the same. We are here to have fun, play, inspire, and empower you to align with your highest self. Ooh. Hello, it says recording. Hello, everyone. Yay. Hi guys. Welcome. <laughs> So Bridget and I are doing a virtual little pod sesh here. We missed each other so much and we both said as soon as we got onto this call today that we needed each other's energy because it was way more fun that way. I literally feel like giddy, like I can't stop staring at you. So if our audio sounds whack, we are so sorry. This is this is what we're working with. And as yeah. long as we, at least we had this. I feel grateful for this, so this is awesome. So grateful for this, and today we want to bring something that's more just kind of fun and lighthearted, and we thought of this like 15 minutes ago. Well, actually last night, but But, we thought of the questions like 15 (laughs) minutes ago, Um, so so this is totally Bridget's idea too, (laughs) so I don't don't know, I feel like you want to introduce it, Bridget, I feel like you wanted to say it. The idea is just that we're going to ask each other questions. And we haven't shown each other what the questions are. We will, do you want to both answer them or just one of us? I think both is fun. Okay, cool. So we have blacked out these questions so that we haven't been able to see them. And I'm going to unblack them out now. Jay, I am so sorry. There's a weed whacker outside. I can't hear it. it, Okay, if you can hear it, it it is like outside my window. (laughs) I can't hear it. Wait, I don't even want to, like, I still don't want to look at the, oh, I, I, my spelling looks pretty good. So, Bridget blacked them out, so I was typing with the whole screen blacked out, so I couldn't see what I was typing, so, but my spelling errors aren't that bad. This is I'm actually impressed with (laughs) myself. Oh, I love these. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this one first, Jen. Okay. What is your alter ego personality that not everyone sees? Ooh, okay. So, I could get pretty, like, I want to say bitchy when, but only like with Dan, when things don't go my way, like I can be a little bit of a diva sometimes, like just with little stuff. Like maybe if I want to, I don't know, we get like cake out from a restaurant and they like forget something like little, like sassy Jen could come through or I don't know, just like little things. I could get really like flustered really, really easily, but I literally only shows with Dan. I think probably because he's like the person I'm most comfortable with. So I'd say like Sassy Jen can come through quite a bit. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I would never, I wouldn't see that. Like I really wouldn't see that from you. It can only like get triggered with like certain instances. Like I'm trying to think. I feel like something happened yet. Like this morning, my AirPods, I could not get them to work. And I was like getting so, so like, I need these to work. This is so frustrating. <laughs> so I feel like sometimes she can come through a little bit but then that's why Dan's great because he just takes care of it like he just like is, doesn't care when I get like that like he knows I'm not like mad at him I just get annoyed about like the situation so so grateful for the men in our lives mm-hmm. they rock I hold down the phone. So, what is your alter ego personality well mine mostly shows up in the kitchen and she's controlling AS. <laughs> She's Wait, like, I, I feel like i make making you that. <laughs> yeah, well, didn't you think like your chef? I'm like, okay, you do this, you do that. Oh, you're not doing it right. Let me fix it. Like, I am a little controlling, and I guess it goes in more than just the kitchen, but I just know how I want things done. I just know. Same. Wait, same, though, but that's not just at the kitchen for me. It's literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> I said it once at work or like maybe like last year my old job I was like yeah I'm very controlling and they're all like what they like, they're like <laughs> they I like don't see that at all I was like because like I can't control things here that of my control I'm <laughs> gonna do that's so, Wait, that's so funny okay you ask yours next okay what is your go-to recreational website like if you had free time and you wanted to go on the internet what's the first site you would go to I read that question as, what park do you like most? Because <laughs> <laughs> recreational. <laughs> so I I'm wanted like, to, like, specify because I pictured you and I was like, she's going to be, like, Google or, like, not Google. I don't know. Like, your own website. <laughs> so, like, fun websites. Um, it would probably be YouTube for me. Oh. Yeah. That might be a surprise. Bro yeah actually yeah it is it's a YouTube for me because one thing Eric and I love to do is watch Samuel and Audrey on YouTube and they're a travel couple and they're just super real like I love I love watching them so we, lo- we love doing that and they go and they went to when we were planning our honeymoon they were in like Portugal and Spain so we kind of like got into their life and saw what they were doing so that we could make our honeymoon awesome. (laughs) I think that's why YouTube is such an awesome platform. I remember one of um, the classes I took in my undergrad, it was talking about reality shows and really YouTube people who blog, it is a, it is a reality show. And one of the things it was saying about why people like reality shows is it because it gives you just like a full glimpse into someone else's life that you just like aren't really living. Or just, like, a whole different, like, world, really. And I, like, that's why I love YouTube, too. Because you can just, even if it's, like, the silliest thing, you're just seeing how someone else that's maybe similar to you or not is living. And I find it to be very interesting. It's very expansive, I think. Totally. Especially for, like, traveling and stuff like that. Like, it can get you excited and you can, like, learn about different places. When I went to San Diego, um, when Dan and I went there, I knew like all these weird little things about like Southern California. And he was like, why do you know that? And I was like, I just watched a lot of YouTube and they all live in Southern California. So I just know like weird restaurants. Like I think, yeah, it's totally expansive. I completely agree. I also like to watch the packing tips videos I've been watching them for years like oh. how to best pack your luggage to fit the carry on <laughs> I'm not surprised though because that's like a satisfying video so like satisfying. that kind of stuff is super super satisfying that's what people love um what is it when ASMR like, this, yeah I'm like DS I'm like thinking of cameras DSLR it, yeah <laughs> ASMR that's like because it's like super satisfying do you watch Shane Dawson at all on YouTube no i feel like i don't know if it's your vibe all right it's on Shane dawson he's like super popular he gets like he makes like very long documentaries and they're super everyone watches them so what is your go-to recreational site so youtube is a good one but i don't know i feel like i don't i feel like pinterest lately would be my go-to recreational site um, I love YouTube, but I feel like I like, we'll go on there at night a little bit, you know, but yeah, definitely Pinterest. I love Pinterest mm-hmm. lately. Like I almost just rediscovered it and was like, this is kind of a vibe. Like you can find so much on there, especially for photography for me just like different kind of like photos and it has like photos, but also has tips for you. Mm-hmm. So definitely Pinterest. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So... I'm gonna do number four. Do you consider okay. yourself psychic? Yes or no, and why? Hmm. Okay. I'll be honest with this one. I think in the, in the past as a child, 100 freaking percent. I feel like as I've gotten older, not as much. Like even intuitively is not as strong, but definitely as a child, I had like actual psychic moments that like my friends and I would joke about, or like dreams. I think I told you, and I don't know Mm -hmm. if I talked about it on the pod. I had a dream. I was like stressed out, stressed out about learning how to drive. I just like didn't understand how like if you're pressing on the gas and you only use one foot to drive, how do you hit the brake? Because like doesn't the car just stop? Like I didn't understand the car kept moving when you let go of the gas. And then I had a dream and it showed me and I was like, oh wow, okay, cool. I know how to drive now. I got it. But I used to have other things too, like just predicting, I don't know, a lot of stuff as a kid. But as I've gotten older, I feel like I feel like I was able to naturally just tap into it without trying, but as I've gotten older, it's way harder. Like I would have to like meditate a lot and like really, really focus on it for me. So what about you? Um I I didn't actually feel that psychic as a child. Uh, I actually feel a lot more connected now, but it's more if I have to make a conscious effort to practice. One thing I've started doing is I've listened to channelers and they'll do like a card poll. And before they say what the message is from the card poll, I'll tune in and see if I get the same message, which has been actually very fun. And most of the time it's right. So I'll It's almost building that trust muscle for me. And last night I took, I watched a webinar on, it was literally called How to Be Psychic by Elizabeth April. And the name was so, it it goes so much deeper. It like wasn't just about that. It was about different dimensions, like the 3D reality, the Pleiadians, like it went really deep. These things people probably have never even heard of that I'm saying. But one thing she really shared that I thought was amazing was how to differentiate between your thoughts and intuitive hits. It was wild. Maybe we'll do a separate episode on that. Yes. I think we've had this conversation before where I've said that that's always been a challenge for me. You know, what is intuitive versus what is just me forcing myself to think it. Absolutely. I feel like for you too, I feel like when I think of psychic, it's like predicting the future where I feel like you are very, very gifted at like feeling into energy, either into the future or in like the present. Like I feel like even like when you reach out to me about like, you know, whatever, with the podcast and just different things, like you can like pinpoint the mood immediately. Like when you were just like, we should, so Bridget suggested that we, you know, try to do these um we're on zoom Virgil was like we should definitely try to do these weekly to stay in each other's energy and it was so funny because I also was like we're definitely in a little bit of different energy just because we haven't seen each other like understandably so not not in a good or bad way but like you you're able to sense that kind of stuff so well but you're also so great at like communicating it too like you're very gifted in that whole area like calling out like okay we're all we're on different energy here let's get together (laughs) so true and I highly recommend this webinar to anyone it's by Elizabeth April because one of the first things that she talked about was how we have to change the narrative around what being psychic means and she just talked about it as a a, you know a bridge between the metaphysical and physical worlds it's not just about future time telling because time isn't linear and like she went into all that so if that sparks something within you and if you're ready to hear that go there it was we'll good. link it down below. I just wrote it, to so we'll remember. Totally. Totally. It was great. Okay. Hmm. I am going to jump to, I don't know why I think this one is very funny, and I don't even know if you'll, like, relate to this one at all, because I don't, whatever. So what trend <laughs> that is happening right now do you think is going to be, like, the silliest in 10 years? Like, you know how we'll look at some things from, like, the 90s, or, like, 2000s, and we're all, like, oh, my God, what the hell is that, like, what trend, I feel like there's just some weird-ass trends right now, so when I, like, thought of that, I was, like, that's kind of, kind of a good one. (laughs) I'm, like, struggling to think about this. I, I knew, because you were, like, so not into, like, (laughs) that (laughs) realm. I don't know, like, what the trends are, (laughs) that's my first thought, and then the other thing that comes to me is, like, maybe TikTok, like, do you think people will think those videos are like probably so funny, but like so weird? Oh, probably. Oh my God, totally. Totally. That's like how thing do you make You know what's so funny though? For like TikTok, I feel like is almost like in a way can literally be YouTube for like the generation, like younger millennials, but also like Gen X, like under us. Because I feel like, you know, we're such a society that's like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Like, I know sometimes I'll watch YouTube videos in like speed mode because I'm like, come on, come on. We're on TikTok. It's a minute long video of like someone's entire day in one minute instead of watching a 10 minute video or like a recipe in one minute instead of like having them, you know. So I kind of feel like it is like YouTube, like YouTube on like crack, (laughs) like it's completely sped up but I can absolutely see that being kind of silly. Maybe. I'd That's love interesting. I'm curious <laughs> to hear your answer. Cause I know yours is going to be so much better and more entertaining. So I like found this question online and I, the my immediate thought was like the style trends that are happening right now, the platform shoes, I cannot get behind. I just do not understand it. Are those a thing? <laughs> they're they're like Bridget they're like this thick of a heel like I'm showing probably everyone like maybe like a four inch heel like I I, like the rubber part is just I think some people are probably definitely knowing what I'm talking about it's like not a look but everyone's freaking wearing them like all younger kids and I just like look at them and I'm like I can't get behind it it's not my vibe do you remember the sneakers from when we were younger that had a Z or something like that. And they were platform sneakers with like, almost like ragged edges, like razors. No, Uh, I'll have to pull up a picture. I had a pair of these like platform sneakers and they were something with a Z. I want to say they were ugly, but I (laughs) thought it was so cool. It's so weird. It's like, there's just such certain trends. Like even for a while in the summertime, tiny sunglasses were like a thing and I just was like no one looks good in these but everyone like would wear them low and like try to make them cute And then it's like why are you wearing them <laughs> like they're not even useful <laughs> that's just me being like I don't know they're not practical but yeah they're not practical like what it's the Virgo in you I remember um in like sixth grade at knees me and Bridget went to different middle schools, because just the way our towns are, like, middle and elementary. Um, etnies were, like, super, super freaking popular. Are these them? for just yep. looking up a picture of them. Literally, not gonna lie, I was, like, one of the first people to get them, because my sister had them. But there was only, like, 50 kids in my grade. I'm not even kidding. I remember looking around, and every single kid had a pair of Etnies on. It was, like, insane. That's these are, hilarious. like, the platform shoes, Bridget. Like, see... See the like ones, maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven pictures in, I'd say, are like the example of the top row. Huh. So, I was trying to look up the ones that I wore when I was younger. It was something like these black platform sport sneakers. Uh, I hope someone will remember this with me. I, think I don't had a know. Z, like Zenith. I don't know why that name is coming to me. Sorry, Bridget and I are now, like, this is dangerous for us, because I could, like, easily forget the recording and just be looking at sneakers online. All right. Anyway, (laughs) next question. Um, Okay. So, who were you five years ago? Oh, my God. That's a powerful one. Five years ago, I would have been, what, 21? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's a deep one. I, I in a way, I feel like I haven't changed a ton and not in like a bad way. Um, I feel like I have just like matured. I know that's such a lame answer, but I feel like I'm still just as silly as I always was. I feel like I still have a lot of like the same insecurities, maybe less. I think I have a better relationship with like my body and food and fitness and health, but that's still an ongoing journey for me. And I think it will be for a while. Um, Who was I? I feel like I matured at an early age, an earlier age compared to a lot of people. Like by 21, I wasn't really into drinking anymore anymore. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't like into all of like that party life anymore. I like really started like focusing on working and you know, I was already dating Dan at that time. So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't changed a ton. I think I became a lot more spiritual. Um, I don't know. That's a really, really tough one for me. I like can't even think back to 21. Like what was I like? I don't know. I would love to hear your answer. Maybe I can, like, bounce off of you. Yeah, I feel like you're going to journal about this later. I don't know why. It's a good one. I, sh- I like, should. Um, okay, five years ago. Ooh, I, I would like to stop saying, um, before I answer things. I was also 21, and I, I've done a little reflecting on this to help me understand who I was along the journey compared to who I am now to share what it might look like. I was still drinking a lot, but I really felt like a dichotomy because I would go out and drink and then be like, all right, I'm going to make a chia seed pudding with spirulina and flaxseed. And it was like, I literally had one foot in one door and one foot in the other. I was smoking weed every day. That was just the norm. That was normal. Uh, I was drinking too much, binge eating, going through cycles of all that stuff, but then wanting to go to the yoga class, wanting to read autobiography of a yogi, which is a very deep spiritual book. So I felt very pulled in both directions. I, I'm so grateful for that time though. Cause like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like For me too, Um, I'm more open to like living now, where back then I remember being like a little more fearful of like traveling and just different things. I feel like I'm almost, it's not like I was judgmental back then, but I'm almost like more open-minded of just like different things and different ways my life could go and not so like rigid. I feel like I've let go a lot of that, but that is still something I like work on totally. But I feel like I'm more open to experiences. Yeah. Good one. Thanks. All right. Um, What is the best gift you've ever gotten? This is not a physical gift. This is a gift from my mom. And it's the gift of travel and experiences. When she was younger, she backpacked through Europe with her sister and she lived in New Zealand for, I think, a couple of months. And her view is that traveling helps you understand yourself, helps you understand others. It's safe to travel. And that's really been the greatest gift because I just have such a I love other cultures. Like, even when I'm watching TV or on YouTube, I'm literally learning about different countries or watching Anthony Bourdain and learning about their culture. And that's the greatest gift because it helps you see more. I love, love that answer. I love that answer. I want to travel so bad. Um, And as a kid, okay, this might sound so, like, spoiled, but we – vacationed a lot but we literally always just went to Disney World and I'm so grateful for that don't get me wrong but I even as I got older was like mom like can we please just go somewhere else like let's like let's do something else and we eventually went to like the Bahamas I believe but yeah that is such an amazing thing and that's I know something my sister wants to give to her kids so bad and so I know like going forward that's how like my family vacations will look a lot. Cause I know that's like my sister wants to do and her husband. So definitely that's what we want to bring to our kids. Cause I feel like, like, again, this might sound spoiled, but in a way it was like lacking a little bit, like just experiencing different cultures. And my mom has said that she's like, I think one of the regrets I have raising you guys is just even like culturally, as far as like, you know, music and just like other cultures completely. So I think my best my childhood best friends' parents brought that to me a lot and that's why I think I like spending time there. But I totally agree. That's like an amazing, amazing answer. Mm, what is yours? Um, for Christmas one year, my aunt bought me a gift certificate to go skydiving. <gasps> and I went skydiving. Oh my god, it was so amazing. She got me like, you know, the little parachute men that you can like throw like toys that you throw off a banister and it like she like got me that and I was like and I looked at it and I I'm not emotional, as I think I've talked about in here. And I literally started crying. I was like, am I going skydiving? And then oh my God, I lost it. And I was crying. And they're like, Yay. And my it was so cool because my mom, she asked my mom if she could do that for me, because I love doing that kind of stuff. And I still do. But my mom was like, I want you to get that for her if you want to, because eventually she's not gonna want to do that anymore. Because that fear as you get older creeps in. And I am so grateful I did because now I think I would, but I, back then I was like really excited about it. That was the best wow. that I ever got. Yeah. Such a good one. I've never gone. And I totally resonate with what you're saying because I have fears of doing it now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cause it just, it, they always say you feel invincible when you're younger. And it's like, I knew I could, I knew things could happen it's almost like you don't care or your brain isn't even matured enough to care. Where now it's like at this age, our brain is actually fully matured. So it's like, yeah, things could happen. (laughs) Maybe we should do that together. That would be like insane. I would definitely do it. Like if I had a friend that wanted to do it, I'd be down. My body is like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's so amazing. It doesn't feel like you're, falling you feel like you're floating like you don't get like a your stomach doesn't drop you just like have a lot of wind coming at you and you you feel like you're floating because the way it was explained to me is like when you're falling out of a plane the plane is actually traveling faster than you're falling so you don't get you're actually like slowing down so you don't get that drop stomach feeling where if you were to jump out of like a helicopter then you would because you're just floating in the air and in a helicopter so yeah that's interesting. So let's do one or two more. Okay. Uh, ooh, this is a tough one. I'm going to do the who do you think you were in a past life one. <laughs> okay. So this is like the only one I saw before Bridget blocked them all out. And for those of you who haven't listened to Bridget's last, Bridget's solo episode about her past life regression, it is so, so, so good. Please go and listen to it. And one of the things she said is uh, she was in the sky and she was saying how she felt very, just very connected to the sky and how she like didn't really know what was happening and why she felt so connected. And the minute I heard that I was like, I'm so connected to the ocean. And then before we just started this um, recording this pod, I was like, Bridget, are there like past life for like water people? And she said, yeah, the Atl- Atlanteans, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the Lemurians also. So if you have Rebecca's Campbell, Rebecca Campbell's deck. ooh, Hey, Finn. They talk about it in there. And so I,
1: I have something
0: to in- invite you to do. Before you go and look it up, I'm going to invite you to just sit with the words and to close your eyes and to feel into what it is. Okay, I love that. When you just said that Lemurians, that hit different in a good way like okay. i was like oh yeah yeah like like yeah. That. atlanteans i was like okay yeah but like moomerians I was like no i knew that word somehow mm. chills yes i love that it's so fun <laughs> and i don't know if you want to answer that even though you have a whole f about it but you can if you want i think this is a shameless plug to go listen to the other episode you guys, it's, it's so good it's so so good it was fun to record but miss Jen. Oh my gosh, yes. All right, should I pick one more of mine? Yeah, or you can pick whatever. You can just pick one more. Okay. Um <laughs> What was your first job? That's like a light one. So, I actually can't figure out the timeline but there's two that come to mind. The first is working at a bagel shop. I worked um, at a local bagel shop and it was a great job. I love making sandwiches. I love making food for people. I love customer service. So that was fun. But I also used to work for Leah Sophia, which was a jewelry company. And I would do home parties. Have you heard of that company? From you. Okay. It was like a Silpata thing. And it was, this was like before network marketing was like what you see of it now I feel like on social media but I would go to people's house I was like 16 years old and I would bring all my jewelry and I would do a presentation and the women would buy the jewelry I'd make like $300 for two hours to hang out with women and talk I like so can see you doing that I can see you doing that's like literally what you do now you just I don't make jewelry. <laughs> like I love it it was a great job like it was great <laughs> Um, what was yours? I truly don't know. So, aside from, like, babysitting, my first, like, I'm gonna consider this a job. Someone actually brought this up to me the other day. When I was, like, 12, I used to go down to the beach. I live on a lake, or, like, by a lake. I used to go down to the beach every single morning in the summer, and I would scoop the geese for $20 a day. <laughs> that was, like, my first job. Like, I literally would go down there, and I would scoop the poop and I got paid 20 bucks a day to walk down my street. It was like the easiest job ever. I was like 12 years old. And it's so funny because the people who, I guess they have like a beach committee. I don't know. The other day, one of the guys that are on the beach committee, he, he like runs by my house all the time and he saw me and he was like, you were one of the best pooper scoopers we ever had. <laughs> so I'm considering that as a real first job. I am dying right know. <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. Jen was a <laughs> pooper scooper after her first job. <laughs> Woo! Making that cash. My first, like, actual, I suppose, job was justice. But I'm, I'm saying that scooping the poop is <laughs> real. That was amazing. Thank well, you for we sharing hope that. hope you guys had fun with this little ep. We thought it would be just fun for you to answer your, the questions too. I think we're going to post the questions along in the show notes. Do we plan on doing that? Yeah, let's do that. We have to figure out which ones we picked, but that's doable. Cool, guys. Well, thank you so, so much. We love you all and we'll talk to you later. We love you guys so much. Bye. Bye.